0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to Rad Parenting. My name is Joseph, and I'm sitting across from the one and the only. Anea Bogue. Wow. I almost had like minor stroke right yeah. there. <laughs> like, where yeah. am I? And Who is am this? I? Who is this? Yeah. I'm kind of talked out because uh, this morning here in Los Angeles, uh, I was part of the KLOS morning show. Which is. Yeah,
1: props! You were only supposed to be doing a fifteen minute segment, and they kept you on for over an hour. Over just and a half. Sib, you must have been killing it. I think I was. I'm not. I'm not surprised. You
0: know what's great though was the the hosts on there. Uh, it's Frosty, Heidi, and Frank, and you know you can just tell when you go into a well oiled machine. Mm-hmm. These people were on it, but super super fun people. I was like, do you guys have this much fun all the time? I mean, they were just. We were playing music. There, you know, we were talking about uh, you know, parenting, yeah. rad parenting, we're talking about everything. But uh, yeah, it was super, super fun. So I'm sorry that I made you wait. It's okay.
1: But you're here. I'm here now.
0: And I uh, gotta give a shout out to everyone for all the emails, radparenting at gmail.com. Also, uh, last couple shows I brought up our producer, uh, producer Allison, who is killing it, answering emails, getting the books ready to get sent out. Um, also, um, yeah, so
1: anybody who has been waiting, who wrote a review, who did the things we asked, um, it is Joe's fault, but we are going to get, we are going to get the books to you. They are coming. We are so sorry to keep you waiting. I accept full responsibility uh,
0: for my actions. Uh, With all that said, let's dive right into the show. Uh, This is a show idea that Anea by uh, producer Allison hit you a bunch of ideas for possible shows generated by our listeners. And this is a show idea that we kind of touched on once before early on when we started Rad Parenting, but uh, you're basically going to take kind of the idea by the listener and even grow on it. Anea. Okay. Over to you. So uh,
1: and I love this because uh, the I although I got this specifically from a listener email, I have seen it in various emails, even in my private practice of like parents saying, I'm I'm freaking out, like I don't know how I've lost myself, but I have. So the question was how do I not lose my identity while being a stay-at-home parent? And the 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 additional place I want to take that to is how do we not lose our identity in in our marriage? Like in our primary relationship with our partner because I think that that is another so even for people that are not stay-at-home parents, there is something for you in this show because it is many of us suffer from this like, oh my gosh, like I don't even know who I am anymore. We've just sort of blended into each other.
0: Yeah. Wow. So that's a huge concept right there. Not only the listener's question, hey, I'm a, I'm a I'm a stay-at-home, mom, home stay-at-home parent. parent. Yep. How do I lose my? Life? But you're also saying like losing yourself just in your relationship with That's your right. partner yep. because you're so overwhelmed. And and taken over by having kids and and the parenting and yep. the pickups and the drop offs and the summer school. Okay, wow. Yep, that's a huge topic right there. It is, and, I and think you it's deal a good with one. that in, in in the work outside of rad parenting. hundred
1: percent. Yeah, because I think that people start to feel when we start moving away from ourselves, and our, if you think about our identity as sort of our the 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 essence of who we are, and when we start putting on hats. and and we all wear different hats, but when some of those hats stay on too long and they sort of start to dwarf who we are and that's all we become, and we've touched on this before, like, you know, I'm a dad now, I'm going to dress this way. I'm a mom now, I'm going to dress this way. And then I'm extending it to marriage as well, because also in working with people, whether they're parents or not, of saying like, that whole you complete me perspective on relationship where we don't stay as two whole individuals who come together in this relationship. We just sort of like meld into each other. We're going to address that in here as well.
0: I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know, I read an article recently um that that my dad actually sent me. Mm. It was such a great article because, you know, he's he's always coming up with, you know, different, different things to send me. But this one was great. It was like the five myths of being married or the five myths of marriage. And one of them was this, this idea that, that when two people come together, they're just meant to do and, and have everything together all yeah. the time. Yeah you know and I was like, wow, you know that, that myth, that's just one of the myths, and you're, you're kind of touching on that right now, where it's like, okay, it's you and I and I'm you and you're me yes. And okay, whatever you're into I'm into and whatever right. I'm into you're into and we don't have any we don't have any d- d- separation between two of us we're connected to the hip that's right because you know I, I feel at, at least, and you talked about this last week. Where the the um the difference between the generations in the past and generations oh, there now, the
1: transitional generation. Yeah, yeah,
0: transitional generation because it is so true. Because we, I feel you and I were raised like grandma and grandpa connected at the hip. Yes. Grandpa doesn't say anything, grandma does all the talking for yes. him and you're like, uh, all right, I guess I want to do that." Right. So w- with all of that said, dive mm-hmm. into dive into how do we how do we hold onto our our, our, identity? our
1: identity in that capacity? So okay, so first of all, let me start with actually the marriage because or the or the the relationship, the core relationship, right? The partnership. And and let's just even if we think about that word, partnership and I like using the word partnership instead of marriage. A because it's more it's more expansive in terms of all kinds of primary relationships. It, it, it's really you, what it is. Okay, and it's what it needs to be in order to be healthy. And partnership, if you think of it in a business context, it's much easier for us to get our heads around, right? If you go, so Joe, you've had your your business partner um, is twenty three years. Twenty three years, and you, you together you created an, an an incredibly successful business. And part of that is Joe kept being Joe with all of your strengths and Bill kept being Bill with all of his strengths and your strengths complement each other. If you had stopped being fully Joe and started to be more like, well, well, it looks like things are really, you know, Bill's really successful in like bringing in new clients. I guess I need to be more like that, you know, and you had your own way of doing things and that is what made it successful. What we tend to do in relationships and less so with friendships, much more so with romantic relationships is the dominant personality of those two will tend to Sort of uh, take over, and uh, and the and the person with maybe the less overt um, assertive personality will sort of blend into that. Now, in our society, more often than not, that tends to be again. Not always, let me be clear, but tends to be, uh, the the if it's a, in a heterosexual context, the female partner always trying to make sure that she's like doing everything and being everything that her husband needs her to be or her male partner needs to be. Um, again, always exceptions to that rule. And there are, of course, many um, examples that you probably can think of in your life where it, it is the opposite. In either case, the problem with that is that the person who's who starts to become less fully themselves and more... Like the other person, um, is 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 essentially uh, uh, subjecting their own growth to being compromised. Right? If I'm going to try to be more like you, I'm not being fully myself. And our goal when we become parents is is modeling first and foremost. So if we do that in our partnership, which, to be clear, I think ceases to be a partnership when you don't have two whole human beings coming together. Mm-hmm. Um, Then when we have kids together, that continues and what we model for them, and you've all heard me say many times that more than anything we will ever say, our children are going to take in consciously and subconsciously what they see us do. So it is extremely important that as individuals, as uh, as uh, partners in our marriage and as parents for our kids if we want them to be inspired to become the truest fullest version of themselves and to subsequently create their own healthy relationships we must be modeling that for them
0: wow you know the thing the thing you touched on at the very beginning i just have to go back yeah when you said generally in a relationship if it's you know heterosexual it'll be the man yeah It's like okay in the way you know i just feel that there's just so many relationships where it's just the more dominant personality, personality. uh-huh, and and, I, and you know I've seen that with men and women, yep. and I've seen that with two partners, you're like, okay, yeah, so and so so and sos you know you can tell uh dominating the relationship and and there might be following um how, okay, so we when you're the thing that kind of comes to my mind, and if I was you know listening to the show right now, mm-hmm. is it like so like when people get married, you know you bring who you are, like, you know, I, like for me, when Karen and I got married, it was like, okay, Joe's Joe skateboards, you know, he, he loves listening to ACDC, super, super loud, he was in bands, <laughs> uh, I, he's toured, he, that, that's his whole background, this lifestyle. So a lot of guys that I know that got into getting married and, and began that road, they really stopped all of that. And they had this like um, stink eye to like, you know, that's behind me now, and now I'm a dad, and now I'm a father. Yes. And I felt a lot of times that was put on them by maybe their wives mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, you know what? Now it's time for you, to like almost like grow up." Grow up. Mm-hmm. Where I where I was always like, "Well, you know, just because you're into a style of music and a certain lifestyle doesn't yes. mean that you need, you know, that you're not growing up. You're still a responsible individual." Yes. Is is that kind of what you're touching on with the people with a person? Because the other thing that kind of goes through my mind is that like. You also want to grow as a human being. Like I know that, like I don't, Karen and I, we have to grow together. So mm-hmm. it's like, if I was still the guy that I was at 24 when she married me, that's like, all right, I that would be cru- problematic. I want to crush a 12 or a course life yeah. with no shirt on, right? And then, yeah, <laughs> I'm at the beach. I don't know how we're making rent. You know, yeah. she'd be like, uh, I don't know if that's yeah. gonna work, right? So how do you keep the balance
1: of of continu- So okay, of,
0: of being. Who you are, but all in keeping your independence to a point, yeah, yeah. but also you know you still want to grow with your partner,
1: right? And and, and does and that, that make sense? Is, yeah, it, it absolutely does. So I think that what you're saying is, and there's there's a there's a difference here. So let's just imagine a person who, to, to make it simpler, we have a person who's just going through their life. We don't bring any any sort of uh, marriage into the, into the into the into the into the the the, the uh, situation here. So that person, let's say the 24 year old Joe. Had you not married Karen, ideally, if you are continuing to grow and you are committed to your own personal growth, there are things that you are going to grow out of, right? Got you it. can't sit for eight hours a day kicking it with the guys, yeah. surfing, crushing whatever you said, cores, 12 of course, whatever bullets, that is baby. Okay, right. Um, <laughs> and I mean, of course, you could choose to do that, but it would be hindering your own growth. Got it. What right? you're
0: saying is uh, what you're saying is along, the, along this journey is that I had the commitment that I wanted to continue to grow.
1: Exactly okay. And it really has to stay that way in the sense that we of course we're going to be influenced by each other. that's part of it's part of being in a relationship, any kind of relationship. But if to me partnership and a, the ultimate commitment is, my commitment to you is to always be committed to being the best, truest, fullest version of myself. That is how I will best serve you as a partner. That is how I will best serve you as a co-parent. That is how we will best serve our children. And so when you have a situation that whether it's dominant personality or it's who the breadwinner is, right? So, yep. so an email that I got just the other day was from a stay-at-home mom who, who basically said, I feel like I need to do more than I actually have the time and energy to do to justify- That she's my- a stay-at-home exactly. mom. Exactly. You know what it is? Exactly. It's stay-at-home mom guilt. It's stay-at-home exactly. dad guilt. As if as if being home and raising these little humans who are going to have a, an important presence on the planet for all of us is somehow a lesser, lesser in importance than the person who's bringing home- The money,
0: Yeah, because society has put into that person's brain that, oh, you're just a stay-at-home parent. Exactly. Whereas, I'll tell you right now, anyone that's ever stayed at home with their kid for a long period of time knows that it'll stir your brain into mush. I mean, literally. And and then other parents, they're like, that's not my case. Well, you know what? I'll send you a trophy. I'm going to send you a trophy (laughs) because I'll tell you right now, the parents, the dads, the moms that stay at home, and, but I've seen it. I've seen that they feel that they're almost less yes. than their partner, uh, and 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 their partner is working in a, in a in an office with human beings that are adults, that are adults, and yeah. drinking lattes, yeah, on, and, and being and going stimulated to lunch, in a being,
1: whole other way. And that stimulation is part of what stimulates. And the what growth. I've
0: seen happen is, and we're going to take our break, mm-hmm. and I want you to dive into this. What okay. I've seen happen is those particular partners start to spiral into this into the ocean of like okay, we came out here together. Now I'm just with the kids, trying to raise them. I feel inadequate to my partner because they're bringing in the cash. Who am I? Yes. I I used to be the person that had the company. I used to be the person. That's right. When I met you, you were... Crushing twelve packs, and now uh, you know. You know what I'm saying. Does that I, make sense? I totally
1: do, and I want to talk about what happens when we sit in that space for too long, where uh, um, we are we we stop being ourselves, and some of the the um, symptoms that that is happening to you. We're going to talk about after the break.
0: I love it. Uh, we're going to hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back with more rad parenting. <music> All right, we're back. Rad parenting. Joe Sib here, sitting across from Mania Bogue. We're talking about not losing your identity, holding on to it, uh, whether you're a single parent, whether you're a stay-at-home parent, just a parent in general, whether you're married. You're married with your partner. Yeah, don't even have kids yet. You don't even have kids. You're just like, hey, I still need to be me. And what we're saying and what we've realized is that it's healthy for you to be you. Anaya, dive in.
1: Not only healthy, it's essential. And, and I'm going to say just, you know, it's interesting that this is sort of organically forming um, right, right as we're doing this. But I would argue that if you, uh, the, the first thing that you need to do is get right with yourself, right? To be like, okay, oh, wow, my, my really? My, my number one job is to be the best, truest, fullest version of myself, um, my most authentic self, right? Um, that's first. Second is doing it, with my partner because that's our foundation. And then now for our children, if we want them to grow up being feeling like not only they have permission to do that and to make it a priority, but it is essential to their full growth as humans to know that that is their number one job and not to make themselves smaller to stay in a relationship, not to give up their core identity to to feel like they have to do that in order to stay in in the marriage and make it work um, or to be a good parent or whatever. So, And what happens when we deny that, when we are not feeding our authentic self, when we are not actively understanding that we have to be committed to our own growth on a day-to-day basis and we have to support our partners partner doing the same thing is we start to get depressed. We start to become resentful, resentful of ourselves, of our partner, of our children. And um, and that is just a recipe for everything falling apart or that person who is holding and breeding that resentment and and feeling depressed um, uh, becoming a less effective parent. And and ultimately, even potentially getting sick, which I've been mentioning in in, the, in recent episodes with Dr. Gabor Mate's uh, research about how the denial of being our authentic selves can actually and, and overextending and not engaging in self care is actually leading to people getting becoming physically ill.
0: Yeah, well, that makes sense because if you're not happy. You're going to create that disease, that disease Dis- within your body. Ease. Yeah.
1: Yes, that's where that word that, that what that word means. All right,
0: I got to ask you this question. So you're in a relationship. You're married. You're in a partnership, and let's say that you see your partner. Spinning into this, you know, possible situation yeah. that we're discussing right here. What can you do uh, as the partner to help your partner not spiral like that?
1: So it's so interesting, Joe, that you started with, and and what a beautiful thing that would be. The person who is essentially. Um, The one that is not necessarily giving up their identity to the same extent or compromising their personal growth because they're in that like, I got to just make everything okay and I got to be everything my partner needs to be and everything my kids need to be. So bravo, if you are listening to this and you're the partner that says, huh, I've noticed that my, my wife or my husband is always compromising, you know, doing the things I want to do and like yeah, that feels really great and makes my life super easy, but it's it's inno- it's just such a huge thing and says says so much about you as a person and the the value that your relationship ho- holds and the value your partner holds if you are the one to step up and say, so here's what I've noticed, you are not making enough time for yourself. When we got together, part of what I loved about you was that you were you. And I can see her or him, like slipping away into the ethers as you get swallowed up by your, your role as my partner, your role as a parent. And you know what? That's not going to be good for you. It's not going to be good for me. It's not going to be good for our kids.
0: Yeah. When you say that, it, 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 I, I've seen that happen where the parent, and, and we've all been there, whether or not you're the parent that's primarily taking care of the kids, mm-hmm. is that you you start out with great intentions, mm-hmm. but those great intentions, I, I, I the analogy I use is this: like have you ever had someone like in a garden go, check out this tomato that I grew, yeah, and and it's not a little tomato, it's a huge one, and it's and it's really really big, and you know that's not going to taste good but they're saying, but look how big it is. And you're like, yeah, but I know it's not any good. It's not gonna be sweet. It's not gonna be juicy. It's uh-huh. like, all right, yes. whatever you did to make that so big, isn't gonna be something i want in my salad. I'm not gonna wanna put it on a sandwich, nice. but they're still like, check it out. Like, yeah. isn't this rad? Yes. And you're like, no, it's not. Yes. I feel that sometimes we, we and we see um, people do it with parenting. Like, look, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I got this, I drive here, yes. I go there, I got this. And we have this class and we got this and then we have this tutor and we have this and then you look and you, and then you're like, oh my gosh, you're the big tomato.
1: Okay. That is the strangest freaking analogy you've ever done on Rad Parenting and I love it. So let me translate. No, really, I, I love it because I think what you're saying is it's so easy to get caught up in almost like the, well, this is easy. Well, this is great. Like my partner's always doing the things that I want or need him or her to do and and look, they're taking care of the kids and we're, they're doing all the things we want. But in your... In your in your gut you can feel like but they're not who they were before and 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 you can a probably see it starting to manifest as I said in the form of resentment them being short with you them being depressed or or you know on the emotional roller coaster or whatever and so those are the more overt signs but but bravo and i believe that if we are in tune with our partner in the way that we should be if we are married to them and there I'm using that word should, and I'm going to just stand by it on this on this one. Um, you, In order for it to be healthy and for us to continue to feed each other's souls and be in a healthy situation, we have to want them to be their best self. Now, the added incentive here, folks, is you want your kids to have the same example. You want your kids to get permission by watching you and your partner being the fullest, truest versions of themselves. So if you see your partner... Compromising, limiting their fullest expression of themselves. Please speak up, because you are probably the one person more than any other that is going to immediately spur them into so you're action. Be
0: the be the relationship lifeguard and throw them. Throw them something to grab on. Yes,
1: exactly. Now, if you are the person, let's just say, and this is, I'm going to say, is probably the case at least 50% of the time, like wonderful, wonderful. And I hope that there's more relationships like the one that you're talking about, Joe, where the, the person who actually is sort of like, mm, uh, you know, on the on the wave of like, this is pretty awesome. I get to do me. And-. Yeah. No, but I,
0: what, I, what I'm saying, listen, is that I, I would, I'm saying if if you don't notice that that's if you don't try to help your partner with that going on then i call bs on you yes okay. because you can't say what do you mean i'm out here working i'm doing this i'm doing that like i used to make a joke all the time with karen and i because i would be traveling and and it wasn't the time that i was on stage or the time that that i was going from one place to another but there was times where i'm sitting on an airplane by myself reading and i go oh my gosh karen would be way more Upset, not upset, but just like, oh my gosh, look at you! You're sitting there reading by yourself. Yes. More than if I said, "Look, I'm in a hotel with this woman. I don't know what happened." She'd be like, "I can understand that," but <laughs> right now, are you really drinking a latte on the corner in this? In, at I'm gonna this, make in sure your, Karen listens to this. Are episode. you really? Are, no, she. Yes. I would joke with her. Yeah. That she, are you really hearing your own thoughts in yes. your head, Joe? Yes. I haven't heard a thought in my head, you know, in, yes. in ages. So yes. So any anybody that's listening. Just be real with you, yourself. I call bull. I call BS on that because like you know what's going on. Yes, I'm at work right now. I'm doing this. Yeah, check it out. You also get to go to lunch. Yeah, and you also get to have a conversation with an adult that
1: is going that to is stimulate your, your brain hype. and your yeah that is your you're head. not getting
0: on your knees yes. to talk to yes. someone every day
1: yeah or or to deal with a completely irrational teenager or whatever dealing yes. dealing
0: with children is like dealing with the most intoxicated friend you've ever had at 2 a.m. like and the bad to, drunk and they want to go to Taco Bell yes and you're like why are you they're on the ground they're throwing up you're like and that's that's a that's a parent that stays home yes or a parent that is you know typically in charge of the kids let's also not forget the parents how about this the care the people that take care of the kids that they both are working Yeah. but then there's this kind of thing well when, when we when we come home you kind of take care of the kids and i you know like wait a minute yeah i'm gonna so have my downtime. whoa whoa so i put eight hours in today and now when i come home i gotta put in another this is eight. all on me and there are plenty mm-hmm. of people out there plenty of parents right now that know who i am talking about
1: yeah Yes. Okay. So That's all I got to say. Boom. I mean, that was so amazing. Now, I'm so on a roll today. You are. I'm okay. Kind of- so now, let's take it to the person who is um who who I, who identifies themselves as like uh-oh, I can see this happening. Like the the moms, typically the moms, the stay-at-home moms that are emailing me being like, "I miss being I miss being uh, in, in a workplace, in a job where I had clear goals, I had a sense of accomplishment. You know, and part of that is like societal messaging, right? Like, you know, to go in and get, you know, cut, you know, cut the big deal, and, and your company's just, you know, patting you on the back and the big, you know, whatever. I always say this: it's
0: when you're at work, it's nice having a beginning, a middle, and an end. Exactly. And with parenting, sorry, it's that doesn't non-stop. exist.
1: Stop. And exactly. I, I'm a task
0: person. I love exactly. having
1: an ending to the task. Right. So if you are, if you are the parent who has been, who is losing their identity, who is losing their sense of purpose and value and importance and and, and just the pats on the back that make us feel like it's all worthwhile. Um, It is really, really important that you... Hear my voice. That you understand what we are saying right now. That it is not selfish. It is not you being a lesser parent or a lesser partner to raise your hand before you have a complete meltdown and check out. And you're like, you know, like one of the parents that Joe talked about, like on the on the freeway uh, exit here here in LA, yeah. being like, no, that that's not a homeless person. That's the one that oh, yeah. who's like, I'm out. I'm yeah. done. I'm done with this. Yeah. Um. But before it gets to that point, or before you sink into <laughs> into depression, or or uh, other other symptoms of like things have we gone We did a whole show on yeah, it. We Being did. Being selfish is good. That it is essential that you understand that the way for you to be the best partner and the best parent is to call out for help and be like, this isn't right I have I have sacrificed my identity, I am sacrificing my well-being, and while I believe that, you know, being a stay-at-home parent and or being your partner if we're just talking about in the context of marriage is extremely important to me, I am not going to be able to keep going at this at this rate and there's not going to be a marriage or I'm not going to be a healthy parent and if I'm not a healthy parent we're not raising healthy kids. Best version of yourself. Okay. Exactly.
0: Before we get out of here, because mm-hmm. we're coming in for a landing. What uh, do we do? We'll check it out. Well, the one thing I want to okay. Tell me what we do mm-hmm. to get there, and then before we get out of here, remind me I have a curveball for you.
1: Okay. So the the what you're what you're going to do. So if you are the partner of the person that is has lost themselves. And, and you are big enough and, and bold enough to you know, call it out, be the one to call it out. Bravo. And it's really important that you sit down and you carve out, you figure out how in the schedule your partner as the stay-at-home parent or your partner just in marriage is going to uh, be encouraged by you to take time for self-care for pursuit of things that really matter to them, that feed their soul, that help them to be the best and truest version of themselves. And you are going to actively support the manifestation of that. If you are the parent who is feeling signs of depression, signs of resentment, signs of like, oh my God, if I could just have a single adult conversation, you know, once a day that's not on the phone with my best friend bitching about, you know, how unhappy I am. um, And that is not a knock. I get it. And I'm glad you have that outlet. It is extremely important that you um, muster up the energy to talk to your partner. Ideally, if you feel like you can't do that immediately, then you either talk to a dear friend that you know you can sort of speak to on in an unfiltered way. You speak to your therapist about how you're feeling. You get online and you start look at some some uh, examples of things you can do for self care, and you you give yourself permission to do all this because again, you cannot be your best self, your best partner, or your best parent if you don't, and you can't model for your kids that so they do the same thing. I know I've said that like three times, but that is the Biggest motivation, especially for a parent, is, oh boy, if I'm sending my kids down the same the same road, I suddenly see why this is problematic, and I need to make a change. So, so that's the second thing. And then you are going to actively engage in whatever that plan is for you to have time for yourself, time to nurture, time to take yourself back, blah blah blah. You are going to set up a a, a a schedule, a very intentional plan. With your partner, um, as to how that is going to be implemented, both as a partner and as a parent. I love that. And you know what? The
0: best thing is, in the end, you know, you've you've given up so much for your children. Do this for your children, yes, because it'll make you a better person. Yeah. All right. Before we split, I gotta yep. throw this out there because I just ready. thought of this while we were going. Okay. What happens if your partner and you are going through life in your marriage, and the person that you married? Is the person that we're talking about that has totally surrendered themselves to their kids and 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 to just being everything that we said? But you ready for this? Mm -hmm. They're stoked on it. They're like, I don't want to. I don't. I I," like. And you're saying yourself, Gosh, like when we got married, I married this person, and Mm -hmm. now your identity is totally about our kids Mm -hmm. and. Uh, our marriage obviously is about our kids and our family, yeah. which it should be, but wait a minute. I mean, all that we all that I have in common with you now is is our ah, kids. Ah, okay. Like wait like like when we got married, you know, you and I met at Coachella and like we used to go and see bands, and then now you tell me we don't go see bands anymore. Yes. And when I met you, you know, you know, we used to we used to snowboard together in Denver. You remember we used to do that trip to Denver. Yeah. We'd stay, well, I don't I can't do that anymore yes. because and you're like, All the stuff that I love doing with you and what made us our couple is gone because all we do and talk about is our kids. Kids, And I love them, but come on. Mm -hmm. Now I know some people might be like, well, isn't that what I mean? Is that what we're supposed to be? I hope not. Mm -mm. Because I know that that right there has to be a situation a listener is listening to right now. Yes.
1: Okay. So, uh, Curveball. yeah, curveball. It's a good one. It's a good one because what we're what you're getting at is, um, and the example I've used and we've talked about this in the past because we have touched on this is I can remember growing up, my parents would deliberately first of all they went on trips together for like a week at a time, and my brother and I would be left with our grandparents who we loved and we were stoked on doing that and it was all everybody was happy. Um, but I remember at one point, you know, sometimes it would just be for a weekend, and I can remember being like, you know, oh, you and Dad are always, you know, blah blah blah. And my mom, as soon as I was old enough to understand said very simply, after you and your brother go on with your little lives as adults, it will still be me and your dad. And if we don't nurture this relationship as the foundation of this family and as the relationship that got us here and that I personally want to still have on the other side of you and your brother bailing on with, with your own lives this has to happen. This has to be a priority. So while it is very possible that you have a person that is totally stoked on being a parent, this is all I ever wanted to do. I wanted to be a dad. I wanted to be a mom. This is so in line with me being my fullest, truest self. If the relationship is suffering because of it, it is essential that you speak up as the partner to that parent and say, this isn't working for me. And it's not going to work for our kids if we end up divorced because we have put our relationship on autopilot because your sole identity is as their mother or as their, their father. father. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. I love. I love that. Yeah. You know that's that's funny with you and A is that or not funny, but you're so put it on the line. And I know that for me. That those are those are the tough conversations to have.
1: Oh yeah, and don't hey, look. Don't, good, good for you for putting it that way because I am by no means saying no. that these are easy no, conversations. I, I know that. The concept, though, is simple. Like I really do think it is that. You know. There are many nuances and and, and and the complexities about relationships, but to me that is just a fundamental truth. And if you can get that and just just dip your toe in the water. Start having the conversation by saying, you know, I was listening to Joan and A on this podcast today and what do you think about this? Like that might be the safe place to, to just sort of dip your toe in to see. And chances are your partner might be like, huh, I never thought about that or Oh my gosh, I was thinking exactly the same thing or something in between. But start the conversation where you feel comfortable and it will be so worthwhile, especially if you put it in the context of the thing that does matter to us. You know, my well being is connected to this relationship, our children's well being is connected to this relationship. And, and is connected to us as individuals who make this relationship. Um, so so start having the conversation. You'll probably be surprised at how close to being on the same page your, your partner either already is consciously or will get very quickly when they see how reasonable it is and how high the stakes are um, to make the investment worthwhile.
0: Yeah. And the investment, once again, is a better family, a better marriage, a better partnership. That's why you're going to take the time to make the investment. And sometimes though, the investments that we're talking about right here are the hardest ones to do because you don't even see it in front of you. Yes. Alright, uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to Rad Parenting. I want to thank everyone for all of the questions, comments and any ideas that you email us at radparenting at gmail.com Once again, this driven by one of our listeners with just a question that Anaya took and just went super, super wide with it. Um, great, great show this afternoon. Really appreciate it, Oh uh, Hey, we are going to split. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening. Once again, keep those reviews coming. My
1: name is Joe Sib and Anaya Bow, and we're out of here. Late.